catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Lincoln's home for sports talk on the FM dial. Also online at theticketfm.com. On the internet. KNTK FM Firth. 93.7 The Ticket. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. This is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. What up? This is Jay Foreman, my main man, Austin, right there on the ones and twos. This is old school for an hour. We want to... Uh, we're brought to you by the Mercado Certified PMT Special Ingredients of Butcher Shop. Located 84th and Havelock, 30th and Yankee Hill. Every type of meat and every type of cut. Uh, you just heard uh, Nick Sainert and uh, my main man Chris Raff uh, for the second game of the day. Uh, a little bit of a blowout, but they always did a... They blew out the job. They did a really good job all morning, so I got to listen to them um, and uh, you know bring it home. Now Nick is going to probably take a rest, get refueled. Called the Class A Championship game, uh, Omaha West Side against Elkhorn South. About uh, well, pregame is at seven, and then uh, seven fifteen ish, it'll kick off right out here on ninety three seven the ticket. So, uh, last but not least, the uh, championship game tonight will be a doozy as well. Called by uh, Nick himself and Amon. But we're on to uh, old school for an hour. Um, a lot's been going on. Obviously, you got the the uh, basketball today. Uh, some of the assistant coaches talked. Obviously, you know, it's official. That I think that uh, Nebraska news that, um, well, two big things coming out of there, I guess, for Nebraska is that um, on the player front, Ty Robinson's coming back. Um, and then I think I saw, I don't, I don't correct me if I'm wrong, Austin or not, that um, the search firm that contacted Rule was at San Diego State or mm-hmm. is that? San Diego State. Yeah. Yep. It's only quite naturally, too. I mean, I think he played there, right? He played at UCLA, but oh, was at oh, San Diego right. State for nine years. As right, coach. yeah. Okay, well, yeah, and he's a Bruin, too. And um, mm-hmm. those Bruins stick together. Uh, Charles Arbuckle is a, is a good friend of mine. He's a UCLA Bruin. Mm-hmm. He always talks about battling Nebraska, you know, Troy Aikman and all that stuff. So I'm sure Tony White fits right in there. And then um, Kirk Morrison is a friend of mine that, from the NFL that does some media stuff. He talks glowingly about Tony White. So it's a good thing. I think it's a good thing when you have an assistant – that's that's so respected um, that uh, other teams come knocking or at least asking questions. I think it's a reflection of you as a head coach as well. It absolutely is. I mean, the best 
teams lose assistance every year. Look at all the turnovers Saban had at OC for a while. Right. Uh, Georgia's defensive coordinator spot has been a rotating door, and even more locally, John Cook, yeah, oh his yeah. staff. I mean, it takes an eye for talent for coaches to not just identify talent in players, but in their assistants. And it's not like Nebraska wants Tony White to leave. They'd love to keep him around, but they either have to really pony up, hope that Tony White doesn't want a head coaching job, or just accept the reality that other people recognize his talent too, so it's unfortunate to see him go. But like Matt Rule said, he's there to coach his coaches too. He wants right. them to go on to bigger and better things than just being an assistant, and he's going to support Tony White, whatever his decision is at the end of the year. Yeah, I think so. one of the... the I wouldn't say go, you know, something that gets put on the back burner, but I think that Matt Rule and his ability to coach the coaches, hold the coaches accountable, just like the players, and then encourage his coaches as well. You know, you mm-hmm. had, sometimes you know, I felt like in the past you had some coaches that were trying to hold back some assistant coaches, right? So that affects them to go get other jobs, and then it affects that way they can work for you, right? Because mm-hmm. if you're holding them back, that means the communication. I'm just assuming this wasn't well, but I think from the very beginning, Matt Rule put together. Um, a staff that where he had, you know, I, I said the the four elder statesmen were probably obviously the most uh, had the most experience on the staff. That's obviously Matt Rule, Tony White, Satterfield, and um, uh, Glenn Foley, or not Glenn Foley, Ed Foley, the uh, Glenn's brother. Yeah. And the reason why is because I was Glenn Foley is one of my favorite quarterbacks growing up because he was at Boston College and he always used to beat Notre Dame and I hate Notre Dame. <laughs> so uh, and, and Coach Ed Foley, right? So you mm-hmm. got your four elder statesmen, then it's kind of you know, up and coming coaches there. And so quite frankly, you know, Tony White coming from Syracuse, he already was on the map of other schools anyways. And then you're, we were lucky enough to get him here at Nebraska. And ultimately the way the defense is performed, but then also who he is as a person. I think that's what, I think that's just as important as him being a coach. And that's what I think people do not understand. And that's where I think a lot of schools fail. You can make anything look good on this black and white, right? Mm-hmm. You can dice up anybody. You can make, you can lie to yourself this much, but the person generally will, will outlast and outperform or reconfirm what that record is. And that's what, it, that's generally what happens. And that's in Tony White's case. I'm glad you brought that up because I think the initial move for fans is, oh, here's a, an offense or a defense that's performing really well. Statistically, this guy's automatically going to be a good head coach somewhere. Yeah. Maybe, but. We've seen that it didn't happen. No, because they're just the numbers guy. Maybe they don't have the relational aspect or the communication mm. aspect. And that's why sometimes maybe there's a surprising hire. Like, oh, why'd this guy get this right. job? Why'd he get promoted? Because he's a great people person. Because right. he has the coaching aspect down. Stats matter. They absolutely do. But typically the stats will follow being a good people person. If you can right. relate to your guys and get the best out of them. Yeah, because you'll be able to put together a staff. They'll trust you and then you'll trust the staff. And, and so that's the relationship building there. I think Marcus Satterfield said it's a you know a relationship built uh, coaching staff or program, but ultimately you know if you want to look at the pro level, I remember when the Baltimore Ravens hired John Harbaugh. Mm-hmm. He was a special teams coordinator, right? But then they Ozzie Newsom and them they went over all of his qualities of why they hired him. It had nothing to do with his special teams numbers. Nothing. Mm-hmm. They talked about who he was, how he was able to relate to both players on both offense and defensive side. Obviously, he has the pedigree with his father. Um, and obviously his brother from playing, but also he's had to come up to, you know, through a different, you know, ranks. He wasn't a very good football player. So, but he went into coaching and, and he, he figured out how to work on both sides of the ball. And then obviously his special teams worked out well too. So, um, you know, I think it's a good thing for Nebraska. I think it is. And then whether it happens or not, I mean, obviously I'm, I'd be biased and I want Tony White back, but then also you gotta, 
you know, be happy for people, um, you know, if they get an opportunity to, you know, if that's one of their goals. And and sometimes there's coordinators that just want to be coordinators. And there's sometimes the coordinators can be the better head coaches because they actually are getting more out of it. And I think it's bigger than just what the defense did this year. I mm-hmm. think this is when you kind of get start getting calls is that timing's got to be right. But then also, I think you laid the foundation long before you got to Nebraska. So, I mean, that's, you know, that's, you know, that's how he got here. That's pretty much, I'm, I can't speak for Matt Rule, never would, mm-hmm. but I'm sure it's not, he, he wasn't basing it just off of 2022 at Syracuse. He probably did some research on the person, mm-hmm. his idea, how he's able to communicate. I'm sure they interviewed, I'm sure once or twice. And I don't know who else was in the interview process. I don't know how it works. So I'm sure there's enough people that came away impressed. And then I'll see it paid off tenfold. So um, nothing's gone, you know, nothing. He's not gone yet, but it's good. To, I think it's good. And then the other big news is Ty Robinson's coming back. I think, um, you know, over the last, I guess, month, right, Ty's really started to, you know, take off and be consistent. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a byproduct of the system and the coaching and the situation, right, mm-hmm. and the opportunity. Because, right, because right. when you're in a, you know, a couple of years ago, he's in a rotation where they're six or seven deep. You're not getting there. Now I think you're getting some real, like, uh, you know, hands-on coaching. Terrence Knight and put him in a little bit better situation. He's starting to flourish, and that's what you want. And then, um, you know, I don't know, what, you know, what the re- his re- his reasons or whatever, um, but I think he saw an opportunity to come back and really dominate and then uh, obviously finish out this, this year strong, first of all, or first and foremost. He said that he didn't think he'd reached his potential at Nebraska and he wants to come back and sharpen some more tools and gain mm. some more skills, he said. Having an NFL guy as your position coach helps with that. This is where I'd love your opinion, too, on someone that was drafted. I totally understand and appreciate and respect Ty Robinson's decision to come back to Nebraska as a fan, but also just to see that he likes Nebraska that much to stick around for a sixth year, to, to want to make this place better yeah, in a selfish way for his own numbers and draft stock, but also he wouldn't come back to Nebraska if he didn't want to. He sure. would transfer, right. you know, and be somewhere else. So I, I respect that that he wants to go down as better in Nebraska history, improve his own numbers. But he also had to acknowledge the risk. If he gets hurt, yeah. if he's not seizing on his momentum, like I'm sure there are plenty of NFL decision makers that will see this last month and say, Hey, that's the guy we scouted out of high school. He's finally put it all together. He's getting older, not super old, but older for a prospect. We can get him in in a year. He'll be good to go. Yeah, but I'm I mean, sure there are some other NFL decision makers who are, oh, it's the first consistent month of his career. We need to see more. Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, it's a it's a catch-22. I'm a big supply and demand. That's usually like if you look, you want to look at it, Cam Taylor, Britt, and Cam Jurgens. Sure. Supply is low, so that means you got to get in there mm-hmm. for centers, you know, and cornerbacks. And right. so that, then you – you got to go maybe, you know, in some cases you might not be ready. Um, and, you know, a big body like Ty, you know, there's not a lot of humans walking around looking like him. And, uh, moving and, like him and, and moving size. like I mean, he's not, he's not 6'5", 300 pounds and sloppy. I mean, he's built like a grown man. He probably, he's been like that probably since he's been 18 <laughs> years old. And so, you know, I, I respect that he wants to come back and do his thing and, and, and all that stuff. Um, I don't think the age really, really matters because, you know, on the flip side, Ty really didn't play that much when he was young. Right. So it's, it, he doesn't have a lot of tread on the tires. He's been relatively mm-hmm. healthy. Um, and I think his confidence is there and you know, it's, it's a good thing for him. A good thing for Nebraska. I think he sees the opportunity and 
I don't I don't know anything about the draft. I haven't really started working or like working my angles on the draft or anything like that. But I'm sure he has some conversations with people whoever he need to needed to and made a decision. He's a very smart kid too, so he I mean Ty's going to be fine regardless, and he he'll play at the pros. And I think they have a like a insurance policy because if you're projected to go here and say you do have some sort of injury, you go letter you can collect on the policy all while still going to the league. So. <laughs> He'll be well taken care of. Um, it's a good place to be, and I think NIL helps that. And I don't know what it gets, but I'm sure, you know, look, why? I mean, it, you know, those guys go for quite, you know, they're, they're not cheap. So um, I think it's good for Nebraska. I think it's good on when you start to recruit, too, when you see somebody that has the option, right? Mm-hmm. And it, and really when you compare Ty to other guys that maybe left early, he has a better option to, to, to leave versus they did, and he chose to stay. Mm-hmm. I think he probably saw that too, and he's, he knows. You know, Ty's a very um, receptive kid. He's a good kid, um, and he's growing up and starting to mature. It's you know, it's just you just see it, and so it all work out for him. And um, you know, he, he's you know, with him and Nash, that's a pretty good combination. So, and they Jamari Butler's come on, Jamari Butler hard another right. year. So, I mean, it's another year of seasoning under Terrence Knighton. Mm-hmm. Um, Gunnarsson can come yeah, back. Yeah, all those guys and kind of just start to have a pretty consistent and de- in depth. And then if you add some other guys and, and you know, you got Van Poppel and all these mm-hmm. other guys and the, the young man, I think that he got in some sort of accident. For, he was a freshman from California. Oh, uh, yeah, Tagaloa. Yeah, and so mm-hmm. and I think he was, you know, starting to come on, um, at least through the, you know, off season. So they have some pieces there and, um, you know, and, and he can improve on his leadership skills too. So these... You know, I think it's it's thinking about something you know bigger than yourself, and and it's a good it's a good reflection on the program, good re- reflection on the coaching staff and the coaches as well. So, um, and that hadn't been the the. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The overall um, concept are from the players evaluating the coaches prior. So, I mean, I think it's a good thing. So, um, two big those are the two biggest news coming out of there. And then, you know, all the other stuff is, you know, kind of just moving towards, you know, getting ready for Iowa, it seems like. And, you know, trying to, you know, take, you know, get that extra big step. You know, I think that one of these games, like when you're dealing with the, a team that's going to the Big Ten Championship and you got to beat them, you know, don't go out there and overthink it. You know, don't play nervous. You know, you got nothing to lose, man. And and regardless of, you know, you've made some strides, but you've stymied yourself. You so at the end of the day, the the playbook and what you did well and can prove on it's right. It's obviously right there. Turnovers, mm-hmm. being more consistent, fundamentals, and all that stuff, right? So you have nothing to lose going out there against Iowa. And that's Iowa's not a team you need to bat an eye against it, where you think like, oh man, we're playing. We're out, you know, they got better athletes, this, this, and this. So, really, you stay keeping it in front of you, and then you make the plays that you can play and put your, you know, players that can make a difference in, in uh, the right position. You can definitely score against them. That's the, the big question is what's Nebraska's game plan against Iowa? Right. The conventional thinking would be limit possessions, trust the defense, lean on it. The shakiness in special teams – I don't love. Wisconsin started running it more effectively, and I was getting better in the run game as the year's gone on. I'm not saying Nebraska needs to go all air raid, but if you can take a deep shot I, with with DeGene out, I think Coleman yeah. and Lloyd can have big days. Yeah, and then you got to be effective in the middle, and you got to hit mm-hmm. some checkdowns, soften that defense up. Uh, Jay Higgins is a, is a thumper. He's not a very good in space. You know, mm-hmm. I got to interview him at the Big Ten Media Days, and, and he's a great kid. You know, I mean, even though he's the enemy, <laughs> he's a great kid. And mm-hmm. he was excited to get the opportunity, and, he, and he's leading the Big Ten in tackles. And he made right. a huge seizing save and tackle at Northwestern. Fourth and one, goal line, uh, stuffed the running back. I think Cam Porter, mm-hmm. that essentially sealed the game for him. So, um, you know, I think with Iowa, that you know, I think, you know, if you go back and even though it's a different coordinator, you look at what Whipple and those guys did, some of the concepts, you, you know, don't think that, that that's not a bad tape to look at. Because uh, it was a very dominating performance by both sides of the ball. I mean, with mm-hmm. with all those two, three first round picks, Nebraska dominated them. So, and I think Nebraska's offensive line is better this year. Yeah, it they've struggled been more, yeah. late against Iowa, but yeah. I think it's gotten a little more consistent. More consistent, uh, a lot more consistent, in my opinion. And if uh, you know, if they could get, you know, got to get a little bit better on the edges. But I think the five guys getting on guys and moving guys, you've seen it, and then they just got to be consistent with it. I think, you know, they want, you know, they had two or three really good weeks. Really good first half. Needed to get a little bit better in the second half. But I think at the second half, you kind of like gut punched yourself. Right? Mm-hmm. A couple series where you're behind the chains, you know, first and 15 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's just, you know, what they need to do. Is it, look, it, none of these games are going to be easy. You know, you're not going to go. This is what the thing is. You, people need to understand. You're not like you can pull a TCU, right? That'd be great. We're twelve or we'll be eleven and zero right now. Mm-hmm. You know, going in that'd be great on the way to the college football. What I, you know, like TCU did, mm-hmm. and Michigan State did it a couple years ago. Right, Pitt. What you Pitt? Right, and what you're trying to do is, and you would, and obviously you'd like to win the games that you you could have this year, 
but you want to be able to be consistently in the ball game. And then when you have that magical run, it's a four or five year run. Then everybody's thinking the world is going to end when you have eight or nine wins. Mm -hmm. And then you find a way to get back up there. And so that's what essentially what Nebraska did like before I got here. And obviously it's the seventies and eighties and nineties. And then, you know, a few times in the two thousands, always in the fight, obviously lost some games. Then we went on that run, five year run. And then next thing you know, then we're consistent. And then, you know, obviously, you know, the history is the history. So, um, it can get there. It's not going to be easy. And, and obviously by no means am I, you know, dummying down the expectations because I've never, you know, uh, it's funny that I was talking to Matt Verzal. He was like, dude, <laughs> he was like, ever since you were 18, you ain't never done anything. And I think you're going to win. Well, I, I don't play anything for second place. You know what I mean? I, I play to win you? and I ain't doing the, I'm not preparing for anything and not to win. And, uh, cause I always felt like if you do that, you can always walk away from the game. Like, all right, I'm done. Mm -hmm. I, I've done everything I could do. And it has nothing to do, you know, with athletic ability. So I always kind of took that upon it. Like, I'm just going to give everything I got. I'm going to feel extremely confident because I put in the work. Um, and then the results will come. And, and sometimes you play your best and you get your butt kicked. That happens. That's mm -hmm. when it really sucks. Or if you think that you're prepared and then they just get the better of you, then you kind of try to figure out what you did do yourself, right? It's never, mm -hmm. you know, I always feel like if you're always trying to blame people for mistakes and stuff like that, it's kind of like a loser's mentality where, you, you know, you got to be reckon, you got to recognize the situation mm -hmm. um, and be wary of it um, and then go from there. And then, uh, I mean, it's like, okay, for instance, right? Let's just think about this is when you, if you feel, if you feel really that you have the head coach or a head coach that you believe in as a person, you have to believe in that person as much as you have to believe in the results, right? And here's a here's a perfect example. It was it Mike Norvell goes to Florida State? Mm -hmm. He is comes from Memphis, I think. Total change in in regime after um, Taggart, Taggart, Willie Taggart. Okay, well, we wanted to say Willie Fritz, but Willie Taggart, right? And Willie Taggart was a Florida State guy. So then the deal is struggle kind of a little bit that first year. The second year they get in there and it's a walk-off loss at home on a sleepy Thursday night or Friday night game against Jacksonville State. Mm -hmm. People wanted to fire him right there. You started to see a little bit uptick in performance. Saw better last year, right? Guys like Verse came back. Travis came back. Unfortunately, you know, hopefully he'll be okay. I think he is because he just had not just, but a break is better than like ligaments, right? Mm -hmm. So those guys come back. Now they are set up. Add Keon Coleman out Add, of the portal. Keon Col but Keon Coleman's not going to come there if those guys aren't there, right? right? So it's a byproduct mm -hmm. of the coach. Mm -hmm. And what he's trying to create mm -hmm. allows them to be in the college football playoff discussion. So, and, and that allows them to recruit better, right? That allows them to build depth better. And that allows them to, if they lose a coach, go get a coach. Maybe get in the coach's pool, you know, because, you know, everybody talks about the transfer portal. The coaches pool is kind of the same thing because if you have good coaches or good young coaches here or like here or anywhere, don't think that the phone's not going to ring and they don't see the potential in their coaches because generally they will use the head coach as a like the first part. Okay, who is he? What What's he about? Well, then he usually hires these type of guys mm. and go from there. And that's the way it is. And um, so it'll be interesting to see, uh, you know, how stuff goes on. But I think it's all a, a good thing, a good Good look on the program, and then, um, you know, look, it's a big game Friday, man. 
let me ask you this. You've talked all year about the the bounce back percentage for Nebraska. Yeah. Do they have one more in them? You got to have one more in it, man. You got to have. You, <laughs> you can't not you, have hey, one more. Hey, Austin. <laughs> yeah, the, we've been talking about the bounce back percentage ever since Minnesota, right? Mm -hmm. Coming right out of the halftime. I was like, oh, okay. You know, you kind of, you know, dookie down your leg, you know, and, mm -hmm. and you know, right in the halftime. Come right, 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 right before halftime. Excuse me, turnover. They come right out of that bad boy like they don't know any different. Big return, you know, trick play, uh, trick play touchdown. Okay, <laughs> I, you start to see, okay, that's a little bit of positive. And so now you got to see what they can do here. Can you, you know, stay focused? I know the seniors are walking and all this other stuff. I know that. And so as 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 maybe we learned being on the road at Michigan State and thought it was going to be a distraction mm -hmm. and it was motivation, they didn't have anything to lose take on that mentality along with talent and then, you know, beat Iowa. So, um, you know, I was going to come in, you know, wanting the revenge and stuff, but I don't think it's as, as offensively a talented team as it was last year. So yeah, they're going to always, I was always going to play harder. They're going to be able to all of a sudden have Marvin Harris jr. And, 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 you know, Talia to, you know, to up there at quarterback. No, they still got the same dudes, you mm -hmm. know, he's just coming down to running, blocking and tackling. Um, Controlling the ball and all that stuff, and of course, special teams is, you know, got to you know got to step it up. But I think they're more than capable. It's not like they haven't done it. They just, you know, just you know had this uh, off night the other night. So, mm -hmm. you know, the time is now. There is no more tomorrow. There is no more next week. There isn't no more. Okay, well, we're five and four. We're five and five. Okay, well, all we need is one of the last two or one of the last three or whatever it was. People were talking about. This is it. This is a got to have a game. We got to lay it all on the line out there. We got to keep punching and punching, and we got to get, we got to beat them, you know, by any means necessary. You used up your margin for error over the last three weeks. And yeah, the conversation's yeah. absolutely changed. But think back to last year, how fired up Nebraska came, getting yeah. out to that start that they did, um, being up as big as they were. That was what the script was going into Wisconsin last week, too. Yeah. They found a way to do it. But the difference between Wisconsin this year and Iowa last year was Nebraska forced four turnovers. Yeah. Nebraska's got to come out fired up. I mean, Iowa's going to want to be there. You got to match that, yeah. if not exceed it, and yeah. then make some plays on top of it. Yeah, you got to go out there and, uh, you know, have them make the first mistake because they're thinking that they're all we got to do is play steady and Nebraska make the mistake. At last year. Right. You. right. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, use a little bit of Iowa's kind of Jedi mind tricks against them, against them. And then once you get a chink, Iowa showed you last year, it showed you a lot last year. The games have been close. And they it always kind of had the the adage of, all right, Nebraska good close, but they'll always lose the game. Mm -hmm. They'll find a way to lose. Nebraska right. beat themselves. Well, last year was a lot different. And you saw the panic from Iowa. You saw the, the you, things start to crumble, right? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, um, so now when you step on the field, there is no record in this game. And so now you just got to do what you got to do. And, and, and it's a perfect time for the, for the offense or for the defense to match Iowa's, so, you know, vaunted defense. And it's a perfect time for this offense to put a lot more pressure on Iowa than they have faced over the last four or five weeks. You know what I mean? Give or take, right? So uh, it's a tremendous opportunity to uh, – Get out there and improve yourself, become bowl eligible, and all that stuff, and develop, recruit, and and just move along in the in the right right, right direction. To your point, there, they played Illinois last week, Rutgers the week before, Northwestern, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Purdue, Michigan State, Penn State put thirty one on them. Right, 
they haven't faced a good offense since Penn State. Yeah. Not putting Nebraska in that category. Yeah. yeah, somebody where you'll be able to, you know, look like, oh, okay, well, I mean, because Rutgers, that's their, they have a really good defense and their offense isn't very good. Mm-hmm. And at times ours hasn't been very good. So when you think of, okay, if we can get some production and, and consistency in offense at home in the last game, then, uh, you know, it puts a lot more pressure on Iowa in their in their cover three defense. And so, um, and then also they've had, you know, quite a few of those games at home as well. And then going on the road, mm-hmm. playing Northwestern, what they did where they still were kind of in flux and who they were going to quarterback before they started to kind of get going um, was a perfect time as well. So, in um, you know, Northwestern, you know, kind of had quite a few chances to really get ahead in that game, just wasn't able to get over the finish line. So, Anyways, that's a little bit of Iowa. We're going to talk uh, about somebody that's close to you, Austin. Shaq Leonard got released <sighs> today. I'm gonna, th- yeah. I mean, I was, I saw his Twitter, and I thought like, okay, that was it. But it's Thanksgiving. I'm going to dive into that because people always probably wonder how that happens. Um, I wouldn't say he's an iconic figure, but he's a very well respected and known figure in the city of Indianapolis and in that organization. So. We're going to take a quick break. Jay Foreman, Austin, Old School. We'll be right back. Watch Old School live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and Jay on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.